Welcome back to the Desert Springs Church Podcast. It exists to supplement the ministry and growth of the body at Desert Springs Church. I'm here with Chase and Ryan, and this week we are going to take a look back as we have celebrated the one-year anniversary of... I don't know if celebrate is the right word. The, uh, the Co- day... Commemorated. We are remembering, uh, we're rehearsing mourning. and mourning uh, the day the earth stood still, or... I guess I'm going to title this episode, The Week the World Went Home. Um, So just over a year ago, we were in the throes of Claris prep. We were Mm. leading up. This is Claris week for Mm -hmm. us. So for us, that's kind of like Super Bowl week where you're just getting all these details. It is buzzing. This is Chase's first year to do Claris. Great job. I have no idea what I'm doing. You nailed it. Yeah. 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 And, And then... Boom. Breaks got hit. The world changed. And here we are a year later, still trying to understand all that happened and all that the Lord has done and is doing in and through it. So, Ryan, why don't you start us off with just a walk through a bit of what was going on with your communication with Al Moeller and his team and just kind of the drama of that week or even just like 24 to 48 hours in that yeah. week. Well, the week before Clara started... Uh... Dr. Moeller had um, a good friend who was dying of cancer. Dr. Moeller, some time ago, months before, had said that he would do his friend's funeral. Um, And that friend was getting closer and closer to death. And Dr. Moeller was letting me know, hey, if he dies in this certain window, I'm not going to be able to come. And uh, so, oh boy. So that was maybe... The week before, into Monday, into Tuesday. I forgot about all of this. Yeah. Yeah, we were we were just a nervous wreck because of that. We thought, yeah, that, oh, we, we, we thought that was the thing. Yeah. That, was a, that was a big deal. <laughs> Perspective. Uh, and then Wednesday morning, I wake up to a text or email from Dr. Moeller's chief of staff, and he said, uh, it looks like we're good to go. His friend hasn't passed yet, and so I think we're, we're on the other side of this. And we sighed a sigh of relief. Yeah. I still yeah. remember getting that text. Yeah. I, was, I told my wife, I was like, we're good to go. Yeah, Mulder's right. coming. And then we, I went to staff meeting, told the staff, uh, we're good to go. And uh, we were excited. Um, and it was just the next day that Dr. Moeller was to arrive because we were going to do the Ask Anything event right. on Thursday. And we were promoting uh, that. We were, yeah. So yeah. this was now time to, all right, mm-hmm. get the books all out, get, the, get, get everything set up, yeah. signage, et cetera. Um, and then within maybe an hour or less, I got a call and a text from Matt Hall, who's the provost at Southern Seminary, uh, and a good friend of mine, so he was quick to communicate with me and say, yeah, I don't think Dr. Moeller's coming. Um, so the, you know, the, it just tells you how fast things are moving. Moeller's chief of staff didn't have as much info as uh, Matt Hall did at, at that time, because mm-hmm. Matt Hall was in the very crucial leadership meetings yeah. that decided that uh, Dr. Moeller needed to to stay in town, and this was all because COVID, COVID. was hitting Kentucky, was hitting. and then and then even the school yeah. there where Dr. Moeller and we didn't know it. on that Wednesday. Uh, I I think I knew the next day, um, but but on Wednesday I'm sure they were discussing whether they were sending the students home at Boyce College and Southern mm-hmm. Seminary. Um, so that was a big reason why Dr. Moeller couldn't travel. Um, they, you know. I don't know if we even realized at that point that would maybe also be unwise to travel. Yeah. Um, but nevertheless, so the Ask Anything event immediately was canceled. Yeah. Uh, 
Dr. Moeller was not coming. We had uh, Andrew Walker, who was a Clara speaker years ago and a friend of ours. He's um, He was in the wings as the, the backup plan to Dr. Moeller. And we should say Herschel York, Herschel York and, and his assistant said that he was still willing to come. So yeah. Dr. Moeller, just in his leadership position, didn't feel like he could. Right. And I don't know if this is okay to share. Uh, he, We were talking to Dr. Moeller on the phone. I remember you were in my office and you had him on speakerphone. And Dr. Moeller, who's just the leader of leaders, on the phone kind of saying, I don't know how to play this. I don't yeah. know what, I mean, everything changes about every five said, minutes. I don't know what to do, Ryan. And I'm thinking, why'd you say Ryan after that? <laughs> I don't know what to do. <laughs> but we still had Dr. York planning on coming. And so, that, yeah, we were trying to yeah. figure out who our number two option was at that point. Right. Yeah. And so I actually, now I don't remember the exact timeline, but the dominoes just quickly fell. Yeah. Oh, we realized, okay, so Thursday's not happening. Claris isn't happening. If Claris isn't happening, what are we doing on Sunday? Yeah. Sunday's not happening in person. Yeah. Uh, and then I think a couple hours later, I knew that my daughters were coming home from Boyce College. Yeah. Um, and that meant that I was flying there to, to get them, to drive them back. So I was in your office saying, Chase, I think you're preaching on Sunday. Are you all right with that? And I had to be because <laughs> Sunday's coming. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I think when you asked me that, we still thought, okay, we'll still meet in person and, yeah, and, that's right. and do that how that was. And so, yeah, I think it was like Thursday or Friday. And that changed. I mean, we didn't have any of that sermon prepared. We were no. we were taking a break from the series right. that we Dr. were in Moeller because would Dr. Have been Moeller was going to be preaching. Morning. Yeah. And, and so I was like, okay, I've got to start studying now and, and do this. And then we were figuring out. I think at, at, right around then, they just shut everything down. The governor of New Mexico shut everything down. And then it was, we couldn't have more than five people together yep. in person. And now, then, I think that's kind of conflating some things. Because I remember that we were a church that was pretty early in town with not having in-meeting uh, Sunday morning. So maybe we just decided before yeah, they, I think shut, they made it official. Us, Christ Church, we were consulting with some others, yeah. mm-hmm. but uh, I think we were sort of ahead of the curve on that. And yeah, it was we were, the week after we were week that, ahead. wow, this oh, really hit. Yeah. And uh, in a lot of church, or all churches at that point were not meeting in person. Yeah. And that yeah. started the the era of video. Total, totally virtual. Video church. Yeah. 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 yeah the We went to video service where we were recording uh, the service usually on Thursdays or Fridays uh, mm-hmm. of that week. And there I was just- I forgot all of this. There I were just, just like there were just, out of my mind. I know. It's been, because it, we would record on Friday. It kind of feels like it was 10 years ago. Um, and it then was that, Friday and then it was Thursday. Yeah. It would just, it would change based on what we had going on and what we needed to get done. And, and it was five people max in the it, room. There were five of us. So yeah, yeah there would usually be, uh, yeah, just five five guys like with Memo three and, of Chris us and Chris included. And yeah. yeah. Uh, to make the thing work, so so it's just me uh, singing to a camera, you guys preaching to a camera. Um, the hardest thing I've ever done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At least you only had to do it once per Sunday. That's true. We didn't have yeah. to do two services. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We would sometimes joke. All right, just got to do second service now. <laughs> and don't you guys don't miss being don't. able to like do extra takes during your sermon? That people was, probably uh, don't know this that you guys were able to very edit rarely, yourself. Very rarely yeah. we would say, you know what, we're going to need to. Let cut me say that, that again. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, so that was, that was kind of a luxury. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We could, there was a safety net there. We could stop yeah. and start. <laughs> stop and start. And then we kind of got into like a bad habit. I know I did. It was kind of with the podcast too, and mm-hmm. and I, I got a little a uh, little too comfortable with yeah. being able to stop and start. 
<laughs> so then we're probably close to the one year anniversary of the podcast then because we our first yeah, episode yeah. was was the church at home yeah and how many podcasts have we done now this is probably this like is, 45 uh, 44 45 oh, yeah episode good job guys we, we yeah and we started that just as okay we're not getting as much FaceTime with people yeah. and can't update people the same yeah. way so we're gonna do this we knew they needed to hear our voice <laughs> so we so we just thought we'd talk and and yeah serve our people this way by just trying to encourage them and and uh and then it yeah it's it's grown it has mm. flourished into some adolescent podcast that uh many yeah. thousands of weekly listeners yeah many many dozens <laughs> dozens of our listeners yeah, yeah, Your there moms are dozens of them and some others oh yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, the era of video church was uh, was not not our favorite, um, and we did that did that as long as we needed to, and um, and then we're slowly able to open it up and and have a um, handful of family members and s- some staff and elders and uh, elder families as we uh, as the state started to open things up, um, and then around August, then we had our first uh, I guess you could say live gathering again mm-hmm. yeah. so from march to august it was some form of video or just live yeah. stream and then, so we went from video to live stream at some point and 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 that that felt like an improvement but only psychologically yeah. <laughs> because yeah. we were still just singing to a, an empty room well, with masks and, and then, cameras you know the majority of our church is trying to participate with that from their living room yep right. you know and uh yeah that was that was tough. I think that was tough for it was tough yeah. for us. I know, but it was tough for our members. Yeah, I only did it for a few weeks because we would we would video right. it on Fridays, and then I was able to be home on Sundays right. and and worship with my family in our home. Uh, but that was bizarre watching me um, and singing along with me on the TV. Uh, mm-hmm. But even even in those those few weeks, um, yeah, I felt I felt malnourished. It's not church. I, I felt it's, like yeah. this is this is a. Pl- plastic substitute. Yep. It's an approximation. Um, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I hated watching a sermon that I preached. I would I would say to my wife, "Can we please just watch someone else's <laughs> sermon this week?" And she would say, "No, no. we're going to do what the church is doing." That's right. And uh, since she's the spiritual leader of our home, good, <laughs> good wife. <laughs> no, but she is spiritually wise. And she, that was yeah, she was right. That's great. That's great. Hey, do you guys remember this? Uh we used to say Man, that one Sunday when we're finally back together, yeah. it's going to be so great. So going back to even the first week of everything happening, Claire's shutting down. My wife uh, remember this morning that um, that that week we were like, okay, well, we need to we need to go to the grocery store. So we went to the grocery store, and it was really weird. Everybody's like kind of looking side eyed. Everybody no else, paper. there was no, yeah. I'm fighting old ladies for toilet paper. Um, not really, but. Uh, um, it was just so strange. But then she remembered us saying, okay, just a couple weeks of this. This will be really weird for a couple of weeks. Yeah. But then we'll be back. You know, it was right around Easter. So we're, I'm looking forward to Easter um, and thinking, okay, well, you know, we'll be back for Easter and we'll be singing yeah. and everything will be great. <laughs> and everybody was sharing that GIF of Chris Farley. GIF. You remember the, we, yeah, it's a GIF. It's a GIF. It's a GIF. Uh, it's GIF is peanut the, butter. The graphic image file of... Chris Farley running around through the crowd. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like, this is what it's going to be like First when church Sunday opens back. up again. We'll mm-hmm. put that in the show notes, right? The Chris Farley. Can, <laughs> Can we, we do no, that? No, we won't. Do we have show notes? <laughs> no. <laughs> what? Guys, this is only our 45th podcast. I know. <laughs> you're about due to start some show notes. Show notes? I don't even know what that is. Book recommendations. But that was not how the first Sunday back felt. 
because there's still we couldn't sing. we trickled back yeah no, we did it was and it was in like some we're ways still, we're still trickling we're back. still trickling yeah, yeah absolutely yeah. yeah um so each phase was an encouragement once we had people there in person that was an encouragement um but as as we kind of transition now to talk about some of the some of the difficulties which we already have you guys can reflect on the hardest parts uh the d- most difficult aspects of this past year um, for me, the easiest answer would be uh, the no singing. Uh, so the the months of April to, uh, excuse me, August to January, where we weren't singing corporately, um, was was a unique challenge and something that I just no one is prepared mm-hmm. to face that challenge. So that's the easy answer. But the but the real answer for me would be the people who have left. Um, so missing people who have who have left our church uh, during this season. And uh, and maybe for for uh, reasons uh, you know directly associated to COVID, um, that's been really hard. Yeah. Um, it's always hard when people leave the church, um, but this year has been particularly hard to watch uh, good families leave. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna get to that in a sec, but I just thought of some maybe for me lesser difficulties, just the unknowns, the uncertainty of it, um, the seemingly interminable duration of it. Um, that, that's just been weird. Um, no doubt it's been weird to be less connected with people. Um, Mm -hmm. there, there's that, um, in some ways it's been quickly changing. Like that's been a difficulty. Oh, this is quickly changing. It's on the spot. And then, um, and then it seems like it's never changing, um, at the same time. Um, but, but I thought of, uh, and of course let's not, um, you know, for us, it hasn't meant a loss of income. Um, our church isn't. Uh, it's our. It's our job, but it's not our business per se. Yeah. Um, we're not uh, facing things that some of our, per, you know, private business owners have faced. So for them, I can't imagine some of the difficulty and some of the revenue lost. Yeah. Uh, or even the, um, you know, the layoffs they've have to do, they'd have to do. Um, but I thought of three Ds, like just probably pretty unique to pastors. But of course you did. <laughs> you have to just, alliterate even this, your... This one's going out for the preachers out there. Three Ds <laughs> for a, you. And a Spurgeon quote. <laughs> uh, my three Ds are divisions, distrust, and departures. Yeah. So those, I think, have been really hard. I think probably every pastor I know would say, maybe not those same three Ds, but those kinds of things have been um, unexpectedly... Uh, difficult and uh, and very difficult. Yeah, and I would I would tag on to that uh, agreement, but also uh, divisions and distrust over things that maybe we wouldn't have expected yeah. division and distrust over. Yeah. So you, you, you just know that in a world, a fallen world, in a church full of sinners, uh, saved by grace, that we will, there will be division, and that's why Jesus emphasized unity so much. He prayed for it, and he encouraged it, and all through the epistles you see unity, unity, unity. We we need it because we're going to fight, because there will be disunity uh, and distrust. Um, so we expect that, but this past year has given us some new categories for mm, disunity yeah. and distrust that maybe we, we weren't expecting. Yeah. Yeah, I I totally understand someone in the church um, second-guessing a decision that the elders made to do this or that, to follow these or some other rules. Um, 
I've been surprised how much distrust there is. It's a, it's a good reminder of what Paul said in 1 Corinthians, that he doesn't know his own motives. Mm-hmm. You know, the Corinthians were judging Paul's motives, and Paul says, you don't know my motives. No man knows another man's motives. And Paul said, I don't even know my own motives very well, and we'll wait yeah. for judgment on that day when we see the Lord. Um, so I've reminded people of that passage a lot in this last year, just we should give the benefit of the doubt. I mean, this is in First Corinthians 13 as well. Love, love um, thinks the best. Yeah. And um, and I, we need that. We need yeah. right now in these days especially to, um, to, to look at others who would approach things differently, to, to see a governor's update differently than we would, to see restrictions differently than we would, uh, to see the, the virus as something different than, than we would you know, either more serious or less. Um, we just need some generosity with each other and um, and not being quick to assume motives. Yeah, amen. I might add uh, a fourth D, just, just to not overlook the reality, going, preacher. The, mm-hmm. the reality of death. Yeah. Um, you know, as our church, we've not been immune to death related to COVID. Yeah. Um, and, and I know many members in our church are, are grieving loved ones. I know people yeah. in my own family have... Uh, have lost loved ones and and that's hard and then you know just that kind of shadow that hangs over this whole thing that there's there's this real concern for health um worry especially early on where we didn't know uh so that was that was hard i think for uh for my family too being new to the city new to this church we were only here for a few months and then the whole world shut down um that just it it's hard to make friends in a pandemic, you know, it's hard to have close relationships and, um, you know, it's, it's hard at the best of times moving somewhere new and and getting established. So, so we felt that, and I know other members in our church too, that there's just been a lot of loneliness that's kind of come along with these lockdowns. And, um, and then especially if you have kids at home, you know, and just stay stay at home moms have have really, yeah, had a difficult, difficult year. Yeah. Or, or moms that we're not planning on being stay at home moms that are now stay at home moms or, you know, people having to do school. I mean, there's just, there's just a lot that's, uh, that, that takes, takes kind of a psychological toll on people. Ministry wise too. I had so many great plans that all got upended. Claris being one of them, you know, I I was really looking forward to my first Claris and now I've canceled two. So that's, that's roll, a, man. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's a, this is a great era for the yeah, Claire's conference. I've been meaning to talk to you about that, brother. I think you're really embracing cancel culture a little too much. <laughs> oh, he's redefining around, it. around here. That's, that's, I mean, everybody says it's a big deal, so I thought I'd jump on. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, maybe we could uh, transition now to some uh, encouragements. So this past year, uh, as we've just shared, hasn't been without its difficulties and trials, but but also. Um, it's, it's encouragements and it's graces uh, in our church. So uh, we could reflect on all that the Lord has done and the grace that we have seen in our midst. Yeah, I think with uh, kind of what Ryan was saying before, I have never thought this much about the conscience. Hmm. So the Lord has really used this time to teach me a lot about what it means to disagree with someone on matters of conscience on things that are not first order issues, but things that we can have disagreement in the Lord and how to approach people in that, even as a, as a pastor, how to shepherd people in that right view of, of conscience. And it's just a, 
had so many things going、yeah. on that we could either divide over or disagree over, and、uh, yeah, that's that's been disagreement, but yet still unity. Right, those things that are most yeah, important. That's that's exactly right. That you know, how do you have a disagreement with somebody and still love them and still stay united with them? Um, I've been pressed to think through that on so many levels, on so many issues that I never would have if it wouldn't have been for this. Yeah, yeah. I'm thankful that Andy Nacelli wrote that book on the conscience before this hit,、yeah. <laughs> and he wasn't, you know, trying to write it real fast、uh, yeah. while we were going through it. And in God's providence, we went through it as a staff. What just at the end of 2019. So it was yeah, somewhere around. It was I think right it was、that. right when COVID started that we that we did it. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I think it was because we I, had COVID in mind、yeah, when we started. Ryan, you、ah. were you were very、uh, prescient in that. You just said, "Hey, let's read this because I think we're going to need it." And、mm-hmm. it was like the first book we read after things shut yeah, down. Well, good call. Yeah, I'm I'm super thankful for、uh, the way that I've seen、um, our church grow in deeper ways. So we we say around here,、uh, sp- spreading God's glory broader and deeper. Um, as the broader part has been somewhat restricted、mm. due to COVID,、um, I've seen the deeper part take place in those in our midst who are mature,、um, have just continued to mature and embrace、uh, those things that are most important, and not lose focus on on the gospel and on what the church is and what the church does、uh, when it gathers. So. That's been really encouraging. Yeah, and Drew, one of the first podcasts we did was about family worship, right? Because、mm-hmm. we said, you know what, we're not going to be able to worship together like we're used to. So dads, families, parents are going to really have to step up. And、uh, I have heard so many stories of people doing that.、Mm-hmm. So many families that said, you know, before this happened, we just didn't really do that, and we have just pressed into that. And we said that when we did that podcast, that you know what, if God uses COVID to get families worshiping together better. That would be a blessing, and、that's、I really、good. think that that's happened. Yeah, yeah. And part of the reason、um, I think people started embracing family worship is time, time、uh, on their hands, right? Time together. So I think one blessing、uh, in all this is the recalibration of things, the、um, just the I don't know the the resetting of schedule of commitments. You think of. Kids' sports, or、um, or even、uh, in workplaces, travel.、Um, you know, I I I miss some of the travel that we used to do at conferences and things like that.、Um, but but surely some jobs were too much travel for people, and and I think businesses,、um, at least some of them, are figuring out they maybe you don't maybe need that much travel. So、mm-hmm. the the resetting of of priorities and schedules、um, and recalibrating things, I think, has been. Really,、um, a, a gift of the Lord, and I hope some of that persists after、yeah. things do go back to a new normal.、Uh, that maybe some of our families would realize, you know, we lost a lot of things, and we're not the worst for it. You know, and actually, we're a lot better because we've just got less of these activities on our plate. Yeah, you can see what you can do without. I've been saying it. It's like a, a cleanse. Where you you go to an all broth diet、uh-huh. and you cleanse the system and cut some extra weight and now we're slowly reintroducing foods into our diet to see what's what's best for our systems.、Yeah. Uh, so our families are all、uh, going through that cleansing process and then starting to to、uh, re-add in、uh, elements. Yeah, that reminds me of the, a different illustration we sometimes use with、uh, staff guys. We're talking about commitments and things like that, and we say、uh, you got one bucket. Represents your life.、Um, put the biggest rocks in your bucket first, and then fill in with the smaller ones.、Uh, 
uh, and the goal is not to get it all the way brimming to the top. Um, yeah. So I think hopefully people will, as they you know re-engage life as we get back to normal, whatever that is, mm-hmm. um, hopefully people will do that thoughtfully and carefully yeah. and put in the biggest rocks first and, and maybe the biggest rock isn't travel soccer or something like that. Yeah. I also think that just dependence upon God, and, and really this is true of any trial, any trial should make us more dependent on God. It should force us to, um, well, look upward, hmm. um, not look at ourselves, take our eyes off our circumstances if we're brave enough to. Um, and so I think dependence on God is something that the Lord is... Most of us have prayed more in 2020 than we did in 2019. Yeah. We have more things to pray about. We feel uneasy. And really, this is true um, in, in every year, not just in 2020. Uh, it's true that the Lord is the, the one who orders our steps. It's true that a man plans his ways, but, um, but the Lord directs his steps. It's true that uh, you, know, you can plan to go into a city and buy and sell and make a profit, but um, uh, you don't know what your life is. It's a vapor. So we feel the fragility of life. We uh, feel the... Uh, the unknown of the next thing we're going to do or what we were going to plan. I mean, even still to this day, we've got, um, our family has a reservation uh, for a vacation in Mexico. It's still a question mark. Yeah. Um, but that's that's all right. We're, we're getting used to that. And really that's, we're, we're learning Deo Valente, the Lord willing, afresh and in new ways um, and kind of being forced to learn that. So I, I think yeah. it's good. It's dependence on the Lord. And we got to remind ourselves that any trial um, can lead us to that, and and certainly the trials of 2020 should lead us to that. Yeah, I've never said Lord willing and meant it so much this year. Um, so the Lord has has drawn us close uh, to Him uh, through these things. And another thing that I don't think we'll take the gathering for granted anytime soon: mm-hmm. uh, the ability to gather and sing and hear God's word um, will be. Will be precious to us yeah. for some time, and I and I hope for a long time. Well, let's transition now to forecasting some hope for the future, some things we would uh, like to see continue, and uh, some uh, yeah, just some some encouragements for our people as we come to the end of this COVID season. Well, yeah, and I think things are looking hopeful. Um, numbers are going down. Bernalillo County is really close yeah. to green level. The CDC was just saying today that they think three feet of distance is just as good as six feet of distance. Yeah. Uh, so that hasn't gotten to us yet, but that's a good sign. Yeah, um, soon. And I just, I think people are coming out more. I think uh, yeah. there, there's a lot. So, you know, the weather warms up. I, I really, really hope that we can get back to something that feels much more like normal yeah. really soon. Yeah. And you can be praying for us as elders and leaders as we, you know, consider these things and how we'll, we'll navigate these things uh, moving forward. Uh, we're trying to think of uh, ways that we can get our people in to gather who want to who want to be here. Uh, we want everyone here that wants to be here, um, and we want to encourage uh, people to come and to invite their friends and family uh, to be here together on Sundays. So pray for us as we as we look at look at some ways to do that uh, that will benefit the body. Yeah. Yeah. I think uh, this commitment to prayer that Ryan kind of talked about, that we just went into 2020 saying, what year is it? 2021. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we went into 20, what, did, what day is it? Uh, we went into this year saying we want to just pray more and keep on praying. Um, and that's not just because there's a pandemic. You know, I, I think 
some of these muscles, like we said, like family worship. I hope people don't stop doing family worship just because we can meet in person again. I think that some of those things that we were weak in, that we've gotten stronger and we realize there's value in this that so we want to just keep, keep this going. Yeah, I would say don't forget the hard lessons uh, that we've learned in mm-hmm. this last year. Don't be too quick to, once we do go back to whatever the new normal is, uh, to just forget these things and to, to move on uh, from the benefits yeah. of being together as a family, family worship, more time in prayer, um, yeah, we go through these valleys so that so that we seek the Lord more, um, even even through uh, while we're on the hilltop. Uh, so so don't uh, don't neglect those things uh, too quickly. Yeah, I think we should be encouraged overall um, because we have the same God, the same Christ. Uh, we live in light of the same cross and resurrection that we always have. Um, things do look hopeful, circumstantially speaking. That's always great. We're thankful for those blessings. Um, and yet we're not putting our hope in those things. Right. Let's, you know, we don't put our hope in horses or in chariots or swords or spears or vaccines or yeah. the CDC's mm-hmm. uh, newest um, removal of restrictions or whatever. Yeah. We're, we're just reminding ourselves afresh to put our hope in the Lord, put our trust in Him, depend on Him, keep our eyes on Him. He is our portion. I love yeah. that saying in the Psalms, um, the Lord is my portion. It means the Lord is my everything. Mm. He's everything we need. Yeah. Yeah. The Lord reigns. Let the peoples rejoice. So. And you know what's going to be really cool is when we're all like 80 and we're talking to young whippersnapper guys in ministry. And then we can say, well, I remember during COVID yeah. this this happened. Yeah. And, and we're just going to seem so epic you know, yeah. like like the same way we listen to people that talk about the Great Depression, the Great Depression, and yeah. so, you know, World War Two and whatever. It's like, man, how long before seminaries have a pastoring in pandemic class? I bet some of them are starting that this year, right in that course right now. Yeah, yeah, or at least Absolutely. adding it to one of the classes. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's great. Well, thanks, guys. Appreciate the time. And uh, this year has been a a roller coaster for sure. Um, and we're going to keep holding fast uh, to our confession to our Savior because uh, because He is faithful and He holds us. So if you have any questions for us, we'd love to hear from you. You can email info at dscabq.com. Let us know uh, what you think of the podcast or, or uh, other topics that we could cover uh, that would be of interest to you. Um, but that's all for now. Lord willing, we'll keep this podcast going as it continues to mature and blossom <laughs> into maybe an adult podcast with, what did you call them? Story notes? Story bots? Show notes. Show notes. Show notes. There you go. Maybe we'll get sponsors too. Learning stuff. Oh, sponsors. and sponsors. We'd like to thank our sponsor today. Kitty uh, Poo Club. Coca-Cola. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. uh, that's, that's all for now. We'll keep spreading God's glory broader and deeper. The show is brought to you by Microsoft. It's a gift. It's a gift. It's a gift. Uh, Jeff is peanut the, butter. This podcast is brought to you by the Pfizer vaccine. You get your <laughs> Pfizer vaccine at any local Walgreens store. Yeah. Welcome back to the Desert Springs Show. Wow. I was really wanting to get that one. Let's maybe we should just kill the podcast. Let's just kill the podcast. Squash it. Check it. Check a mic. A mic. Gotcha. Yo. 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 Yeah. Disclaimer.
We are not sponsored by Coca-Cola or Microsoft or the Pfizer vaccine. Thank you and don't sue us.